You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Standing for life with the ministry of presence, prayer, and worship. That's part of what Love Life South Florida is all about, especially over the next 40 weeks as their walk begins this Saturday. To tell us more about it is Bernie Diaz, who's a Love Life South Florida missionary, and Frank Trotta, the director for South Florida. Good morning to you both, Bernie and Frank. Hey, good, good morning, morning Bridget, Bridget. Eric. Great to be with you. Uh, okay, so let me start with, with Frank here. Frank, tell me, what is this 40 Weeks all about? What's the purpose of the 40 Weeks? Oh, thanks, Eric. Well, just delighted to be with you guys once again. Such great partners in South Florida for the gospel in our community. And listen, the 40-week prayer walk that, that Love Life does, this is really our tool to mobilize the church in South Florida. And not just in South Florida, but in, in many of the cities that we're in. But this 40-week prayer walk is that engagement tool where we take literally a prayer walk with a church 40 Saturdays in a row, a different church every week. We walk, pray, and sing to the abortion center here in Plantation. And it's, it's very much a prayer walk. So we're not protesting. We're not picketing. It's not a march of any kind. We do three things. We pray, we walk, and we sing. And this is the mobilization tool for the church in South Florida to be aware of the darkness in their city and how they can be the light of hope and the light of Christ in the watching world. Well, Bernie, this is an endeavor that you all have started here in South Florida over how many years and how many churches are now joining you for this 40-week journey? Yeah, Bridget, it's going to be year four now mm. for Love Life. Uh, so we've gone through three years, week four, week 44th year is what's coming up, and 62 churches at least that I'm aware of mm-hmm. uh, that have engaged and mobilized with Love Life. Uh, Frank will give us the best number, but I think that's probably it. And uh, more importantly, I believe 110 babies have been saved, their lives saved, Mm. as the result of these churches engaging as a result of this ministry. Now, how do you calculate the babies? Because I know you all are are there, your your ministry of Mm -hmm. presence, you're you're there to show hope, especially for the maybe the women, the families that are going into this center, let them know there there's someone there that loves them, that's providing a different way. But how do you know about these lives that have been saved? Uh, Frank, would you like to answer that? Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Well, we, the sidewalk missionaries that are trained by Love Life, this is very much a ministry of mercy. So they are there in front of the abortion center offering the hope of the gospel and the help of the local church. And at some of the abortion centers, we're there every day, every hour that they're open. And as they do that, they reach out to moms with love and grace and the message of Christ, and they have a conversation with them, and they get verbal conversation that the mother that had a scheduled abortion chooses life for her baby. So that, that's how we know. We get a verbal confirmation that after they hear about the love of God and the hope of Christ and the help from the local church that's available to them, they choose life, and uh, that verbal confirmation gives us the, uh, the, the, the truth that mm-hmm. uh, they're keeping the baby. You know, Bernie, there is this, and I don't know how much you can say about this, but the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act, the FACE Act that is out there, and it's being weaponized. Um, how does, is that affecting you guys at all, I guess is the question. That's a great question, Eric, and this goes mm-hmm. to speak about the post-Dobbs 
post Roe v. world uh, world that we're in in this country, which laws vary in terms of access and how things are enforced from state to state, city to city, county to county. Fortunately, in South Florida, we have found pretty open access to the sidewalks that we serve on, um, including Pembroke Pines, North Miami, up to Plantation and Fort Lauderdale and so forth. There has been access. Thank God for that. But in other communities around the country, as you just alluded to, uh, there have been face enforcements. There have been arrests uh, for nothing more than trying to uh, have a peaceful, prayerful presence on the sidewalk and offering hope and help to to women in crisis pregnancies. So, yes, we're thankful for where we're at right now. That's for sure. But that can turn at any time. You know, we are in that season where politics, the politics of abortion are going to hold great sway this year, 2024. Yes. And Bernie, I remember last year when I had a chance to come out for one of the walks. I mean, the police force was out to help you guys actually with the crossing and the walking. So it does seem like there is, like you said, access and freedom right now to do this. So I want people to know as as they come out or as they consider coming out, it's there is openness for that right now, isn't there, right here in South Florida? Absolutely. There is an open sidewalk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've we've been there now almost four years, as Bernie said. This is year four, and uh, to be to be perfectly honest with you, the hundreds of times that we've been out there and we've taken churches out there, we've seen not just God at work, but but God allows us to do things well and in order, and we abide by the law at every conceivable point. So we hire Plantation Police Department uh, to be out there with us to allow us to cross the street safely and to be that presence there, and and we have seen uh, almost no incidences over the four years that we've been there. So it's been an environment that families and strollers and babies come out to, and they really come out to pray and sing, and it has been an incredible sight. Mm-hmm. You know, Frank, uh, over 60 churches now partnering with mm-hmm. you. You can't list all 60 of them, but you could at least tell us right. who's coming out this weekend. The other thing that I would like you to do, though, is if there's a person listening right now and they'd like for their church to be involved, tell us some first steps that they can do to get their church involved. So who's first off, who's sure. joining you this week? Absolutely. And and you're hitting the core, you're hitting the heart of, of Love Life. That's our mission. So for those that are maybe new or new to the station or, or new to hearing about Love Life, our ministry exists to unite and mobilize the church to create a culture of love and life that we believe will bring the end to the abortion crisis and the orphan crisis. And this week, we're proud to say, we're excited to say that Hollywood Community Church right here in Hollywood and Park Ridge Church right there in Coral Springs are going to be joining us uh, for uh, the first week of our 40-week prayer walk journey. Those two churches are coming out this Saturday. Mm-hmm. But how can new churches get involved? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new churches, that's great. So you can always go on any one of our platforms, any one of our social media platforms, lovelife underscore South Florida. You can reach us through there. Lovelife.org is our website. You can go through that also. So if there's a church, if there's a pastor listening, you certainly can reach out to any one of those uh, to to connect with us and to see how you can join the, the, the growing number of churches that are now part of the Love Life family that are ministering to hurting people in the street. So if there's a pastor listening or a church listening, The quickest way is go ahead and go to our website, lovelife.org, and you can click on the South Florida chapter there to reach us. uh, And you can go to our uh, any one of our social media platforms, lovelife underscore South Florida. 
Yeah, I was going to say, and Bernie, what is a Saturday like for those for those church leaders who may be listening, saying, yeah, I would love for our church to be a part of something like this during this 40-week period, um, but give us an idea of, of a little bit more of kind of like the overview of the morning. Yeah, I can tell you up close and personal for sure, because the church I pastor, Christ Community Church in Pembroke Pines, we're going to be out there on week two with Pines Baptist Church, and and we're looking forward to that. And what we do is we get there just prior to nine o'clock in the morning, we huddle, we prepare our people, and then there's a time of worship. There's a time of a charge uh, in which uh, Frank Trotta oversees just kind of that flow of the church worshiping praying, being prepared to go on this prayer walk. And then, indeed, as you mentioned earlier, with the help of Broward Police helping us cross over Broward Boulevard there in that part of Plantation, the Church walks as a church, as a community of faith, to the Astra Women's Center, that abortion center, just about uh, uh, a quarter mile away, just a couple of blocks there. And uh, that's where we, in front of that abortion center, peacefully, we pray, we worship, we sing, and again, it's about prayer and pleading with God to turn those women around that are going in there with their families or whomever is dropping them off to get that abortion. And uh, so that's where we offer that hope and help. That's the front line right there. So then we come back and we receive a charge. The church does. Uh, from those presenting on behalf of Love Life, there's a charge given for the church to follow up, to help rebuild the walls of the city, going by Mm -hmm. really the mission and vision of Nehemiah and rebuilding Jerusalem, and that everyone has a place on the wall, everyone has a ministry, everyone has a role to play, whether it be perhaps serving one of the members of that church that's prayer walking may want to be a restored life post-abortive counselor, trained to be a mentor perhaps, or trained to be a sidewalk counselor. That's all a part of it. So it's Mm -hmm. just two hours, but it's a very impactful, necessary two hours. So the church needs to be out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is really uh, a prayer gathering that happens across the nation, as there are other uh, chapters that are doing this also. But if somebody was at home at, say, 10 o'clock in the morning and wanted to join in in prayer, right? They're they're not there for the walk this week. And maybe this is somebody that their church is connected with you guys, and they've gone out once uh, with their church, but they want to continue in this process, but they're at home at 10 o'clock in the morning. How would you suggest they pray for the activities going on and then what's happening uh, at that clinic? Yeah, praise God. Please pray. Uh, that's the foundation of what we do. So, uh, Eric and Bridget, I, I know you guys know this, and, and, and Bridget, you've been out there, mm-hmm. but just for, for people listening, um, this is what's happening. This is what we're seeing, a shift in our culture from death to life, and, and, and Love Life is anchoring itself to the church, right? The, the greatest organism on the face of the planet that's changing the culture. We're seeing families being rebuilt, babies' lives being saved, and families thriving as they're not running to the abortion center anymore. They're beginning to run to the church. And for people that, that can't be out there on a particular Saturday, yes, absolutely, you can pray. We believe prayer is not uh, the, the beginning of this. Prayer is, is, is the strength of all that we do. And they can be praying for the number of things that we pray for. When we get out to the abortion center, we pray for four specific things. We pray for the abortionist and the abortion workers. They need mercy. They need Christ. 
We pray for the moms, the dads, and the babies, that, that, that their hearts and would be awakened to the reality that they can choose life and, and that this is, this is whom God has made in His image, right? And then we pray for the people who have already walked through this difficult season in their lives of abortion. We pray for the post-abortive moms and dads, that they would find healing and receive healing through Christ and through the Scriptures. And then finally, we pray for the church. We pray for, for, the, for the church to awaken in the city, to stand and to be um, the church in the city. We pray for the pastors and the leaders and the elders in our city, for, for God to awaken their eyes and their hearts to the reality of this gospel work that's necessary in our city. So we pray that, that you're hearing something not just compelling today, but you're hearing something critical and something compassionate as we plead with men and women to choose life um, for now for their babies, but also that their families would turn to Christ. Well, it's the next 40 weeks is an opportunity for the church to take this stand with Love Life South Florida. We've got a link to them. Again, they kick off this Saturday, but there's many opportunities for your church, your community to be a part of it. Lovelife.org, and we have a link to them at ericandbridget.org. Bernie and Frank, thank you both for your time this morning and encouraging us to join in. We appreciate it. Oh, our pleasure. Thanks thank you so much, guys. Again. We love you.